There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 97. All right, quick announcements. I'll be performing at the Arlington Cinema Draft in Arlington, Virginia, parenthetically D.C., June 17th and June 18th. Also, tickets are on sale for our uh, Nerdist Podcast live at Comic-Con, July 23rd. Uh, You can get ticket information for both of those at Nerdist.com. Also, if you're in Los Angeles, come see us at NerdMelt, Nerdist at Meltdown. You can follow us at NerdMelt on Twitter. You can also go to MeltComics.com to see uh, upcoming shows like Dan Harmon from Community or Jeff Garland or Dana Gould or David Koechner or Jonah Ray or Kumail Nanjiani or Jimmy Dore or me, Chris Hardwick. So uh, check us out. Come out and see our live performances. They're super fun. And also, you just really get to see Meltdown Comics is like a freaking clubhouse that I always wanted when I was a kid. And now I have it. And now I have it. I'm okay. I'd also like to thank our returning sponsor, GoToMeeting. Guys, it is challenging to get colleagues together for a meeting when people are traveling or working remotely. And GoToMeeting solves this challenge by letting everyone meet wherever they are. You just need an internet connection. Uh, Everyone will literally be on the same page in in seconds. Totally easy for you. It's easy for your attendees. You'll look like you know what you're doing. Uh, Makes conference calls much more effective. Collaborate, plan meetings, do status updates, wherever you are. Uh, It's great. Sign up for your free 30-day trial at GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button and then enter the promo code NERDIST. And now the Nerdist Podcast episode number 97 with Zoe Deschanel. I know. Now entering Nerdist.com. Everything's awesome. Oh, everything's great. Everything's awesome everything, all the time. Everything's awesome. Yeah, I'm recording already. Oh. There's no official. There's no setup. We just start recording. It's well, very... That's the beauty of podcasts. We just pull into it. <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasts. They don't have to sound professional or polished. Um, <laughs> no. They asked I didn't for mean it. that. Oh, no, I did. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. I they, totally did. They ask for it to be professional, but we don't listen. We don't really... It's almost like we don't see the thousands of tweets complaining about the audio levels. My, how's your microphone, Matthew? Don't know. I hear you it. You tell me. I can hear it. Yeah? Okay, yeah. we're good. All right. How's your, like, 
your like compression setup because like, oh, nothing bothers me more than like a podcast that blows out my ears. Pre- com- oh boy, you, ju- you, you just became the voice of the audience. <laughs> yeah. You just became the voice of the audience. Our compression on them because we're in a professional uh, setup now. It looks really. There's a lot of equipment in Thank here. You. Yeah, it burns onto a CD, <laughs> a compact oh, disc, really? if you will. Yeah. They used those back in the 1900s. Yeah, yeah remember? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> remember riding your big wheel cycle to the record store for the uh, CD? What are you? Are you doing big VH1 now? Yeah, so, I, lo- yeah. I, love, I love the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is here. Hello, hey. Zoe. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited that you're on our show. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled that you're here. We had... Um, there was there was a week where we did the same episode of Chelsea lately, and then the next day oh, I right. I saw you at the Ferguson we were, show. We were doing like a late night. We were stalking each other. Yeah, late night. Late style. night. <laughs> I didn't. Did you do any other ones that I didn't that I didn't do? I don't think so. Those were like the two ones I did. Those are the two. It was weird though. I mean, that was weird. Do you like doing? I, do you like doing the talk shows? I I love it. I love doing talk shows. Unless it, I think those guys are really nice for yeah. sure. Um. Sometimes it's stressful, but I like it when they have no pre-interview, like, mm-hmm. or if you can, can, not that they have no pre-interview, but if you can convince them not to do one. Well, we take no pre-interview to the next yeah, all, I exactly. like it, because I like just talking and then, you know, it's more fun. That's, that's what, Fer, I mean, that's what's so great about Ferguson, Ferguson and Fallon, both yeah. of them. Like, they'll just talk to you like you're a person. Yeah. yeah, it's so nice. It's weird when people are really stuck on note cards. But that's the, that's the old style of talk show. That's yeah. the way it used Where to they, be. Yeah, they, st- they like get a story and then they... They tell you what that story is, remind you what the story yeah, yeah, you told exactly. them on the phone, and then you, you say this, again. and then Jay will ignore that and start mm-hmm. a whole other thing. <laughs> I heard you recently had some trouble at the airport. Wait, yeah. I was just talking about kids. No, no, <laughs> you're in the airport. No, oh. uh, I mean, I, he's very nice. So I, you know, I think they're all nice oh, that and was fun. Generic. You know, that wasn't directed at yeah, anything. yeah. That was Ferguson. <laughs> she means Ferguson. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. I yeah no, they're, I mean I, I enjoy them all, but I like that Craig Ferguson lets you like. Go off, <laughs> and I, I feel he like a. Off. I do. I feel like a a, 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 a jackass because you introduced me to your husband Ben. In the back of my in the back of my head, I was like, "Wow, he looks really familiar." <laughs> and uh, so I, was, I, I let, then I went home and I saw my girlfriend. I go, "Oh yeah, I met Zoe and she's great." And her husband Ben, he totally, he really God, I can't I can't place it. And she just looked at me. She's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a huge Death Cab fan, uh, huge, uh, love the Postal Service, and and it just. For some reason, there was just a disconnect. I just didn't. I don't well, know didn't why. Have I, his, his like magical glasses on. <laughs> and he's lost a ton of weight within the past few years, right? He lost like thirty pounds. Oh wow, that's a ton. <laughs> I guess that is a lot. That's of weight. a lot. <laughs> I just for some reason it was not. I did not. I guess I just didn't know you were married, and so. I, and I there didn't, he was, and he was, and he, was, he wasn't wearing his glasses to tip you off. So really, that was kind of his fault. He wasn't singing or anything. Yeah. He was not. He was not wearing <laughs> his Ben shirt. Yeah. He was wearing the shirt that said Ben. <laughs> Hi, I'm in Death Cab. And his Death Cab tour jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and the postal and the, service the backstage, cap. backstage pass. Yeah. His neck. tour laminate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Multiple laminates. <laughs> it's funny. My dad's a cinematographer, and he shot a Rolling Stones documentary, and like early 80s when I was like a baby and I was like looking through all this stuff like that my mom gave to me like you know how your mom like calls you up and is like come get your stuff like she (laughs) saves all your like little kid drawings and stuff and then one day all of a sudden it's like not important to her anymore (laughs) takes up space (laughs) yeah all of a sudden it's like you're an adult now yeah Yeah. Yeah. 
So I got like this box and for some reason this tour laminate from Rolling Stones 1981 oh ended God. up in there and it has like a was that flying V guitar? Yes. Drawn? It looks really, really like <gasps> unprofessional tour laminate. Like for these days, you know? That's it's like awesome. a real awesome. lanyard. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Was that Let's Spend the Night Together? Yeah. I went on a date in sixth grade to go see Let's Spend the Night Together. No way. With a girl, this, I went on a date That's with this girl. Okay. I was really hoping, before you said uh, uh, from the 80s, a Rolling Stone documentary, I was really hoping your dad was the one who shot the, um, what was it, uh, Cocksucking Blues? What was that one where it's like the Rolling Stones hanging out doing heroin? Oh, I don't know. Jesus it's gosh. like it's like kind of an unofficial release. It's just them. Did you dream that? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You can get it like bootleg. There's, it would always come into the record store I worked at. It would just always be like on a VHS tape. It was real bad quality. And then, like, you Which fast record forward, store and then did you work at? Benway Records in Venice oh. Beach. Oh, okay. And I also worked at Amoeba for oh, a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I got fired. What? <laughs> yeah. For like not like recommending enough like. No, for uh, <laughs> for giving all of my friends discounts. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do, yeah. That I thought I had figured out the way, th- and it was weird because to there was, make friends. No, no, just like <laughs> to as, keep a job. Hell, yeah, I just I kind of like I figured like there's no way for them to tell what's going on. Right. And then I guess someone was looking over my shoulder um, and told on me, and uh, it was. Uh, it was weird because it was like the the girl that was like my best friend there. She's like, I really didn't think I wanted to tell him, but I had to. Like, you got me fired. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys still you're like, out? it was no. an official friend discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your mom turning you into Joseph McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it was my responsibility <laughs> as an American. Yeah. No, well, you didn't have to do that. He loved red T-shirts. I had to turn them in. <laughs> <laughs> but as part of her long-term plan, she knew you were going to follow your passions in life and become a writer. She's like, I'm, this is for your sure. own good. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. kick you out of the nest. <laughs> You'll yeah. never go anywhere working at Amoeba. <laughs> Did you ever... Your uh, words were never spoken. <laughs> have, you, have you ever performed at the Amoeba store? I haven't ever. I've shopped there many times, though. It's fun. It's really fun. I can, I can drop a lot of cash in that yeah, store. Because you, easy. like, just go through like one small section and you all you know you pick up a bunch of stuff and then you're like in another like there's like such specific organization to the yeah racks. i mean and then they have a lot of vinyl too which yeah, it's just cool one of those too. places where you start to walk out and you go wait yeah. what's that oh, yeah. yeah it is pretty amazing though that jonah and he impulse bought a record player <laughs> what <laughs> some of those little box oh yeah record players i just yeah. wanted one for my desk yeah and, uh, yeah so little usb, does you it, should USB? Have one. Uh, it does have usb but it's a complicated uh situation of trying to record your vinyl onto your computer it was really i can do it easier than the setup they had for it but yeah it's able to but it looks like you know it's the kind with a little yeah, case so you can yeah. lift it up Sure, like the old days where you uh, you just put your yeah, Walkman in front of the speaker yeah. Yeah. and you just oh, hit record. That was that was like I made so many ma- mixtapes off of my parents' record. Like my parents had like a really huge record collection. And like of course, like when you're in school, you have no money to buy yeah. like anything. I mean, I think so back. You're a prisoner you know, of your parents' yeah, musical taste. <laughs> well, yeah, and they had good taste in music, and they had all these records that that were just sitting, you know, because they they were pretty obsolete at that point. Like it was. It was pre like vinyl becoming something that people yeah. wanted. I would just take the records and I would stand there <laughs> with the boombox, like <laughs> taping. Yeah. yeah. Last year we had a jukebox in the basement and the basement oh, flooded. 
and oh. pull it. And my, but my dad just kept all the 45s that were oh, in the that's awesome. and I would go through them when I was a kid. I remember a big thing I like to do was uh, dubbing uh, cassette tapes to another cassette tape mm-hmm. and because it would do the high speed dubbing and it would speed everything up oh, and it was like oh. remember that was like a thing where that was, like it was hard technological. to do. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, it's funny. James Hetfield sounds like a chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a... If there yeah. Was like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, oh my gosh. Oh, this please don't fall back. It's like really... It's please really don't fall back. Um, um, th- if there was like a song I want to hear more, because with tapes, you, you have to rewind. If there was a song that I thought like, I'm going to want to hear this more than once on my mixtape, <laughs> I would put it twice. Nice. Once on each side. <laughs> Old repeat yeah, because you don't want to yeah. have to, and you have to find it in the... Yeah. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. What a, you got to put it at the beginning of the side. Did you, that way you did, can auto yeah. rewind. Did you do like radio DJ stuff or did you just make tape, mix tapes? I made just tapes. We we did a little radio. My sister and I did a little radio <laughs> DJ stuff. But. I turned out my Fisher Price record player played a little slowly. So when I actually heard stuff digitally and how they should have been, I was like, oh, that's faster. Yeah, I had a record player like that. Sergeant Pepper is really loud. Yeah. <laughs> what were some what were some of the hit songs on the old Zoe Deschanel mixtape? Oh man. I was yeah, well I was in just I sort of had you know, it was like definitely like like um uh limited by like my dad's record collection, but a lot of Cat Stevens, mm-hmm. a lot of James Taylor. Cat Stevens? Oh, Yusuf Islam. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I always forget his old name, his Christian name. I never remember. Yeah, you never you always forget it. Um, like Graham Parsons, that sort of stuff. Nice. You know, 70s folk. AM uh, Gold. That's like my... AM Gold. AM Gold is like, I would say, my area of love and expertise. In. It's a Saturday night and a haircut. My parents were way into uh, Seals and Crofts. So I had love this, Seals yeah, and Crofts. Seals and Crofts, uh, Greatest Hits Oh my hits God, Summer Breeze. Diamond Girl. Oh yeah, but, Diamond Girl are like... But Summer Breeze, isn't that like a little more blue-eyed soul? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. It is a little Cross bit. Crofts is over in a way that isn't... Summer Breeze is kind of... Go, it goes a little far for me. Yeah. But it makes you feel good. But Diamond oh. Girl's got that bass riff. I scored like a really sweet like um, collection that was like one of these like collections that like Warner Brothers would put out in the 70s to like let you know about the hits. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's called Mellow Gold. Yes. yes. Four discs. It's amazing. Yeah, those collections. I mean... The kind you can order off a TV. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. 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 I mean, Holland Oats and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is it? Is it yacht rocky? There's a. It definitely crosses over into yacht rock, but I would say it's more just like straight up mellow gold. Let's see, because I do have a. I have mellow gold. I have a a yacht rock. um, Passed by all the Beck links. This is yeah. This is. I have a yacht rock playlist on here. No, I. I don't. I don't think I would say like. There's like um. A Stephen Stills solo track. There's an Aretha Franklin track. I mean, it's, hmm. it really spans the gamut, but it's a good mix. Well, tell me, tell me if any of these. So this is on. This is on my. Uh, I can't see that far. What? what? <laughs> But. Okay, yeah. can you read this? That's better. That's better. No, I can't. I'm All right, guys, like this confirms she's not superhuman. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have uh, "Do It Again" by Deodato, '70s classic song. Um, uh, Doctor Hook, uh, n- no. Doctor Hook, Pablo Cruz. No, no, no. Steely Dan. There's some steely. There might be. Um, there's Steely Dan is the type of thing that would be on there. I don't think there's Steely Dan on there. I can look up this particular record and see what mellow gold. Yeah. 
I got the Cannonball Run theme on here by Chuck Mangione. <laughs> well, <laughs> not. I got a. I got a. I mean, shitloads of Stephen Bishop. Come oh, on. there is. I feel like there might be a Stephen Bishop track. And a bunch of Michael McDonald. Yeah, there's no Michael McDonald. <laughs> there, there, um, there might be a Doobie Brothers track. Good. All right. So. I, I think I might have to pick up Mellow Gold. That's how they sold it, too, no, in the commercial. Yeah, I don't know if you can find it. You're going to have to like look really hard, because I don't know that it's like super easy to find. You're lucky. My parents listened to <laughs> shitty music, so I was stuck with shitty music when I was a kid. Oh, what, what did they listen to? My dad, well, my dad listened to all country music, which I've since grown to appreciate. I, but I love country music. It's But like 70s, like Waylon Jennings, which I love. Which is good, though. Yeah, which is good. And a lot of old, like, like Ray Price and like really yeah. classic good country That's music. good. My mom listened to like, uh, I mean, I know we had that, I know we had that Barry Gibb, Barbara Streisand duet album. Okay. Guilty. All right. We also had uh, <laughs> Love on the Rocks by Neil Diamond. Okay. And, uh, I'm and it, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, I know, right. <laughs> I know, like the the vibe. Yeah, so it was a definite. I almost feel like my parents were trying to There's annoy like, each other with their music. <laughs> <laughs> my mom hated country music, and my dad hated hated like my smooth. mom. <laughs> smooth. Why is it weird? Why is it weird? All of a sudden, where did you grow up? I grew up in in Los Angeles, California. You did. Yes. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Crossroads High School in Cross, Santa Monica. Crossroads. Do you know it? Of course. Did you it's guys grow up here? No. I went. I came out here my senior year of high school. Oh, where'd you go? I went to uh, a Jesuit school called Loyola. Oh, cool, cool. My sister went to like Marymount. Oh, for yeah, a that bit. was our yeah. sister school. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Marymount was an all-girls school. Yeah, my mom kept trying to make the Catholic school thing work for like my sister because she liked. My mom loved Catholic school, but like. I don't know. I don't think it like worked. We were like we were like crazy kids, so like it didn't. Well, that's why like, you're at Crossroads, right? Yeah, like I yeah, it worked for me. Yeah. I I I never went anywhere else. Like I, we spent one year in London, and I I, I went to school there, but um, I went to Crossroads all the way through. But my sister switched schools a lot. A lot of my friends that we grew needed up. to be nurtured creatively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my Duh. friends that are former high school uh, drug addicts all went to Crossroads. Uh, but see, here's the thing. I am like this is like a very uh nerdy fact about me. I know that's your like podcast like <laughs> I like I'm terrified of drugs like and like I would hear those things about kids and it would like I I I I never knew anyone like I mean I knew people who did drugs but I never saw them do drugs. I never knew until like later when they got caught and kicked out and stuff. Yeah. You know? And I was the same way. I had yeah. no idea. Like, I had no idea. I saw, like, an anti-drug commercial when I was, like, seven that scared me so much that, I, like, still to this day, I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy sitting in yeah, the vial but, of cocaine all actually, by himself. Yeah. <laughs> I know, with the, the kid who has, like, the drug box Learned with, like, from every kind you. of drug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, and, and when, I, when I was in college, my, my best friend Mike, this girl that he knew, invited him to a party, <laughs> and she casually threw in that there was going to be crack at the party. <laughs> but it's such a comedy word that it did, it's like her trying to toss it off like it wasn't a good issue. It was like, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of cool people, music, there's going to be some drinks, uh, crack, there's going to be yeah. chips. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. What? What kind of chips? <laughs> Crackling chips. Oh. Crackling chips. <laughs> chips sound great. Yeah, just really into pork rinds. <laughs> um, but but yeah, no, there. I know there there was that that thing about some. But I got an amazing education there, and I like had amazing teachers, and I actually did very well. In school, yeah. So. Didn't it, Jonah Hill go there? Yeah. 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 
a lot of, a lot of fun nerdy smarty pants kids went went to Crossroads. Yeah, it was a cool yeah, yeah. You could you could really you could really get on the path of 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 smartness. <laughs> Clearly, obviously. Hey, whoa! Welcome to the path of smartness with Zoe Deschanel. Listen, I'm just like trying to talk in layman's terms. Oh, sorry. Thanks. My simpleton like, brain, my public school brain can't. Like I just. You know, she means smartiness. Jonah. Smartiness. It was a word. Jonah, no. It's a word. No. It's a word. It's not a word. All right. It's close to being a word, though. <laughs> Take your meds. Smart. Um, so when did you, so you, did you, did you go to college? Did you go to college? Or did I you? went to Northwestern. Oh. But I dropped out to be an actress. That seems to be working out pretty well. I think you made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Were you studying theater at Northwestern? I would. I well, it was. It's a. It's not a conservatory program, mm -hmm. so I was. It was like a liberal arts education, but it. I did have a focus on theater. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, but yeah, I was only there nine months, and there was. I took some great classes there, but. But um, I don't. It's it's it's. It was a long time ago. <laughs> was there a job that got you to quit school or you just yeah, thought? Yeah, I got this movie Almost Famous and yes. I dropped out. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I was I was going, I was flying, I was going to fly home to start rehearsals and I, I was going to store my stuff at school because I was going to come back the next fall. And then just on a whim, I was like, I had $500 to like, to, oh, I knew I, I had $500 to fly home, but I... I didn't spend all that on my ticket. I got like a cheap ticket. So that I was like, well, I've got $300 less. I'm just going to ship all my stuff home. Wow. So nice. I used all of the money to ship my stuff home. That was before I the fuel crisis. I shipped my iMac home or whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah, before the fuel crisis. <laughs> yeah. You could get a ticket for like $200 to fly. Yeah, anyway. I know. Last minute. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Are you traveling a lot now? Or are you in town? I well. Well, you're I, doing a show now. Your show got picked up. Yes, my show got. Congratulations, picked up. Thank the new you. girl. The new girl. Yes, yes. congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. Oh, did it's you so always? Fun. Did you? Did you say? Did you kind of make the conscious decision? Like, I think I want to go do TV now. Or no, you, it was like a. I to be honest, like I'd never thought about doing TV. Really, I mean. Just you know, I had been, had some television opportunities, but I never really thought about doing it. And then I read the script. I had that's not totally true. I had been developing a show at okay. HBO, but that never really went anywhere. And then I got the script for the show, and I just really, it was just really funny. It made me laugh. So. Wait, what was the HBO one? I think I remember. It was actually based that. on Pamela DeBar's book. Um, I'm with the band. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. groupies. Um, but it would have been, that would have been cool too, but, um, it just, you know, you know, developing things yeah. is kind of like a hit or miss yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. process. Well, you have such a great, I mean, what's so fun about you and your career is that I feel like you make very specific choices about the kind of stuff you want to do because it, Usually when I hear that you're in something, I always think, oh, that probably has a really cool vibe to it because oh. that's the kind of stuff that you tend Thank to you. that you tend to pick. Do you it's, do you make that kind do you turn stuff down that you don't want to Yeah, I just like do whatever I want, really. <laughs> I know that sounds like very simple. <laughs> but but no, I just really am it's just like, do I feel like doing that right now? It's very much like a based on just complete like like seat of my pants decisions really like I just I'm like yes no yes no I make decisions very quickly I think just because I don't I don't want to I, I think when you like weigh pros and cons too much if you let yourself be every time I've let myself be talked into something and I have mm -hmm. like I've done some bad movies 
and they were all because I let myself be talked into it. <laughs> like someone like m- made me feel like it was a like a good career move or something. And yeah. usually it was not so a good career So if we've learned move. anything, it's drop out of school, <laughs> do what you want, yeah. and don't do let whatever people you want. Yeah. Stuff and ship your iMac home. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think those, that's actually pretty sweet advice. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. To be honest, get a $200 plane ticket, ship the rest of your shit yeah. home. And yeah, $200 plane ticket to I never fly to the town. I that computer again. You know, I'll tell you. What's really interesting is that, what's really interesting is that, you know, especially as an actor where you yeah. sort of, um, you kind of become almost a hunter-gatherer in a weird right. sort of way. That <laughs> you, you get into this mindset <laughs> of, I just have to take anything that comes along because who right. the fuck knows when I'm going to work again. But then there is something very interesting and unique about saying no to things oh, because you don't want to do them that creates more weird, cool stuff. Yeah, I, I actually like, I. that's why like, <clears throat> I mean, I, I also like write music. I have a band. And so having more than one job makes me feel so much more secure because I don't have to take jobs Mm -hmm. just because that's a bad place to be in. If you're like, well, I guess, but I'm not getting any other work. So I have to take something. Then it's hard to wake up in the morning. Cause like if you're working on a movie, you have to wake up really early (laughs) (laughs) and like waking up at four in the morning for something you're not interested in. is like, (laughs) Oh oh boy. And and then you, you almost Mm -hmm. feel it almost feels like you're in debtor's prison or something. Yeah. I, I have no choice. I have to do this. Yeah, or I'm yeah. Not I mean, and then it reflects poorly on you if, you, if you're like phoning everything in, yeah. you know. <laughs> all your friends start hating you because all you're doing is complaining about the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't understand, you guys. It's really yeah. hard. It's really hard to be <laughs> No, I, we're, we're very familiar with She and Him. It's a, I, I love. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Thanks. I, I, I particularly enjoy the song uh, Black Hole off Volume 1. Thank, thank you. It's a fucking awesome song. Thanks so much. When did you, I mean, I know, I, obviously you had a musical background. It's yeah. not just like, oh, I'm just going to start singing all of a sudden. Because hey, yeah. I think when everyone, when when you sang in the movie Elf, everyone was like, oh, oh yeah, she actually is a singer. That's not just let's let this actress sing. That's a thing she, like when Jack Black sang in uh, High Fidelity, oh, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a thing he does. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another thing he yeah. does. He went to Crossroads. Yeah, he did go to Crossroads. Yeah. Uh, crazy thing about that, some guy, when I was working at the record store in Venice, some mm. guy had just watched High Fidelity, came into the oh. store. He's all, hey, there is this guy at the end of the movie, High Fidelity, that sings and it's so good. Does he, is he a singer? Does he have an album out? And it was like the week before the Tenacious D album came out. Oh, and then my he came back in the next week and he bought it. And then he came back in the day after that and was like, that's not what I was Expected. expecting You're like, at all. You like, you sound like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are songs about uh, wieners. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. I want to hear Barry Jive in the Uptown Five. I do, uh, the Kathleen Turner Overdrive. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. When, yeah. I, uh, when I heard him on that Mr. Show sketch in the first season or second season, oh, oh the, yes. um, yeah, the, uh, like, the one Jeepers where Creepers? the yeah, where he's the yeah. overalls. Yeah, 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 I was like, yeah. this guy, I have to hear more of. This oh no, the overalls one. That's the uh, the farmer's daughter. Yeah, the farmer's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. When we did um, when I did Rock of Ages in L.A. with Kyle, yeah, uh, he said. He was like, yeah, Jack Jack piloted a lot of that stuff. Like, I remember going to his apartment once, and he was in his underwear, and there were pizza boxes everywhere, and he had drawn the Tenacious D logo on a napkin, and he just showed it to me and went, this. <laughs> and they were like, and then You're they like, were, uh, cool, cool. Oh, sure, it, sure. It, you sure. want to pick this place up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let's start there, and then we'll make a band. <laughs> that all started with pizza. <laughs> so how, how's it? Now you guys have two albums out? Yeah, yeah. We, um... We put our first record out in 2008 and our second record in 2010. 
And I also enjoy uh, M. Ward as a solo artist. Like he, yeah, he, he, he pops up on the Pandora all the time yeah. on my uh, Rogue Wave well, channel or my. Oh sure, yeah. sure. Um, I love Pandora. Yes. Um, but uh, <clears throat> actually, I was a huge fan of Matt, and um, I was writing tons and tons of music just like for no one. Like it was literally just sitting at, like I had a just like a big file full of music in my <laughs> computer that I was recording. I had started writing music in high school <clears throat> and it was getting like to the point where it was like crazy, like a crazy person. Just all to my yourself. Mom, yeah. <laughs> like I play it for my mom. Like yeah. that's it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my mom's like really encouraging. She's like, you're really good. <laughs> um, you have to play it for people. And I was like, no. And people kept wanting me to do albums of like standards because they sung a standard in Elf. Mm-hmm. And people kept coming like, I've got an idea. Why don't you do an album of standards? And I was like, no. <laughs> you're not at the Rod Stewart point Yeah, yet. Not, I'm not boring. quite Rod, Rod Stewart yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So I met Matt and I just, I gave him my, all my home demos and Luckily, he saw something in the songs that I wrote. Yeah, and he's great. Wanted to produce them. Yeah, he's such a great producer. He's so fun to work with. I he's bet. just like really creative. And yeah, you, you can tell too. Like a lot of the uh, the things he does or doesn't yeah. do in the songs, just the yes. little, just some. I can't remember which song, but there's one song where there's a little lick in a song, and it's just the only time it kind of comes up, and he just does a lot yeah. of interesting stuff like that. I saw him once live. My friends uh, Dio Smalls opened up for him at the um, what's the tiny little amphitheater um, on Cahuenga? Is it the Henry? Henry the Fonda? Fonda? The, the Fonda? The no, little amphitheater? Oh, oh, the Henry Ford. Yeah, yeah the, Henry the Henry Ford. Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah. was playing and it, uh, a song on the piano, and it was beautiful, and it yeah. was very, everyone was like very happy, and there were smiles all over the place. And then it's because it's hugged up against a hill, a deer came down, oh. to, was at the back of the stage during the song. Like, it was like a fucking Disney movie. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every, everyone's minds must have just yeah. melted out it's of their eyeballs. Like, oh. And then, like, I think he turned around and it made a noise and it scuttled out. But. And then he leapt on it and ripped out its throat yeah, with yeah, his yeah. teeth. Typical <laughs> M. Typical M. This is why we're here. Yeah, yeah. He holds it up by the head. M. Ward shows, it starts off it's so mellow, so but mellow. then it turns into a gore show. Oh, did he, sla- did he slaughter the deer? Did he yeah. slaughter the yeah, deer? Yeah, yeah, the encore? Did, yeah. yeah I mean, like, that, that brings like it together. Ozzy Osbourne, but like more hardcore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like with four limbs. Yeah. But that's what's so interesting. Like, that's, that's, I mean, to me, that's a sign of a really great. Uh, artists, you guys can come together and your yeah. sound is totally so, different than his sound, yes. which is probably different from your solo sound. Right. And, he, and that's what's kind of fun. It is really, it's it's really cool because also like, I think the other thing is that like when you work to, well with somebody, it's like, you know how like when you work well with somebody, everything goes, feels like it goes quickly. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. day, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, oh my gosh, that was a whole day. Like it's fun. And like, if you're working with someone you're not supposed to work with, it's like, Ooh, like an hour feels like yeah. 18 hours. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I love working with him. And he's also he's also a virtuoso guitar player. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and he has his own totally unique guitar playing. Like, I'll hear him play on records that I don't know he played on. And I'll be like, that's Matt, like, playing guitar. Oh, I wow. can hear his, like, particular... Because he's left-handed, but he plays a right-handed guitar. Oh wow! And I Cobain. think that's part of you can his. Hear that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty his awesome. Special. And what it is too is that yeah. that, that hand stronger, so mm-hmm. you hear you hear more defined on the fret. I, I love I listen to yeah. it a lot. And yeah, 
He's so you do yeah, you, do you plan really do you good. plan your tour? I mean, are is do you kind of have in your head like, all right, you know, TV movie tour, yeah, write songs, TV movie tour, or does it just sort of come? So it kind of like all ends up falling into place. Like when I feel like doing something, it ends up like like I almost took like I took a full year off, like almost a full year off last year. Just to, I just uh, from acting, I just was touring all last year. It was really fun. I did one little movie. And the year before that, I did one movie. But I, I really <clears throat> slowed down on the acting for the last few years just because I was touring a lot, which was fun. And now I'm excited to do a show, and that'll be fun, too. Do you like the idea of doing a TV show because mm-hmm. you can just stay in town? Yeah, like, it's it's fun to be home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely get, it, it grows. I grow weary of living out of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's is, no fun. is is your show? Is it uh, multicam? It is single cam. Single cam. So they you actually. So it's like shooting shooting a movie. a movie. Oh right. So you don't get that sweet ten to five sitcom schedule. No, it's not. As, it's not as sweet a schedule. But um, but you know, I I don't know. I've done a couple like episodes of multicam shows, mm-hmm. and I totally respect that art. Like it's it's a complete skill that I. I think is really amazing, but I prefer to be able to do things a bunch of times mm-hmm. and like adjust my performance for the angle because mm-hmm. like you have like if you don't know if you have like a you know five cameras on you and they all one's like a wide shot and one's I would do different things for every shot. Sure. Just keep your hands in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> be a robot. <laughs> I I know, but no. I think that's cool. <laughs> I think that I think that's really cool. When you're doing sitcoms, it's like you really yeah. there's not a lot of leeway to right. screw around that way. Yeah, like, this oh, is a movie. sitcom. It's just one camera. It's single camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So does is is Ben touring a lot now? Yeah, he's he's touring. He um is uh his record comes out like next week but i don't cool. know what day it is according to the podcast that single that new single's great it's really good right <laughs> it's good this probably yeah. really good this, this, yeah. will, this will go up after that that comes out okay well yeah. it comes out it's yeah. out in may oh, that album out. that really album outsold gaga <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I still can't believe that i didn't i mean like i i fucking saw him play at bumbershoot one year like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> Ah, I humbly apologize. Oh is, no! Is, please. It, is it? Is it? Uh, like keeps like moving your microphone. That's yeah, cool. the equipment looks somewhat professional. It's yeah. actually yeah. not amazing, and and all of the arms to everything. Matt's microphone doesn't really work very well. Don't have headphones. Don't know. But this isn't our facility. This this belongs to uh, Ryan Seacrest. This belongs to Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest Production. So I don't really know. Out. It's cool. He lets you guys camp out in here. I'm fairly yeah. certain he, he has no here? awareness whatsoever <laughs> that we're. <laughs> Does he like know you're here? He might. Well, he is. Uh, <laughs> go 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 go. He has go, an guys. awareness of all get things out, that happen. Out, <laughs> yes, he has this weird. He he has this weird force. Almost, uh, yeah. he's part machine. So he's like, those nerds. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey. Sometimes he materializes through the wall and goes, "Wait a minute." Yeah, it was weird. I, I tweeted Back something about him. I, I tweeted something about him one day about like. I was like, oh, I have I have as many jobs as Ryan, but but with less money and more nerds, and I'm going to start calling myself Ryan C plus plus Crest. <laughs> and then he tweeted back, "I'll parse code any day with you, buddy," or yeah. something like. That was a crazy uh, response. What? And you're also like, I 
how does he do it? Because he's literally on air. Like, if you think about how many jobs that guy has, like, it's he's insane. on and air. And they're all huge. Yeah, yeah, he's on air from, like, 6 a.m. Oh, okay. or something. CBS right? is right up there. That's where they film. He might be the Matrix. Yeah. He might be the architect. <sighs> oh, Joni, you okay? No. Maybe us seeing him on different things is a glitch in the Matrix. Oh. It, it is. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe he's just... Staying like same blues. Well. Maybe he's like a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cyborg that got free, and the government was like, we can't control him any longer. He's creating reality television. Seacrest out. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes into his recharging arc... <laughs> I like um, how many sound effects you guys make. Well, yeah, yeah. podcast is almost radio, so we got to do the <laughs> yeah. morning you show. Laser, laser, laser. Pew, pew, pew. Laser. Pew, pew. Have you ever called into a morning radio show? Oh, my. I've done some. <laughs> yes. Well, hey. that was a long time ago. That was 12, 13 years ago. Yes. Nothing I, makes me laugh more than like I if I ever call into a morning radio show like I it is so funny like it. I just find it so funny. Sound like, effects. The way, yeah, like just like the way that the tradition of it and the way that like those <laughs> traditions have like formed over the years and like what is expected of a morning radio host. Like and yeah. I just, I can't, I can't, I, my, it's like I become a being floating above my body, like, <laughs> like watching myself talking to a morning radio host and it's hilarious. I can't even picture you having to call in and deal with a, Hey, we got uh, Johnny Z in the Dickhead Show. We got Dickheads out here. Here's the picture of me laughing hysterically. I think on I th the phone in my house in my pajamas. What you have to understand is all these morning guys <laughs> have strangely similar personalities in the sense right. that when when the mics go off, they they're they're all very uh, anxious, depressed people. And I think part of it is. I think getting Don't up at four o'clock every morning, yeah, it's like it slowly human beings destroying yeah. the fabric of their being. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think I think there's a they're all very obnoxious because I think it's a big plan to keep pe people from falling asleep at the wheel on the way to work in the morning. They'll just like <laughs> just be obnoxious and people will stay awake and there'll be less accidents in the morning. I think you have we'll to save go, lives. You have to go into a character if you're doing something yeah. every morning at that hour because. If I were just, you know, like, can you just talking like this, you have to be all the way up here because yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking shoot myself in the face if, exactly. I, if I come down. And you know what? I got to do it all again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. <laughs> I do have to, like, wake up really early sometimes to drive. And I do have to say, like, having at least something interesting happening. Like, yeah. NPR is definitely a savior in yeah. the morning. Uh, NPR's morning show is hilarious, too. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nietzsche in the dickhead. Did you hear Nietzsche this morning? He was hilarious. <laughs> Nietzsche, in <the> Nietzsche <laughs> in the dickhead. Philosophical dick jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. If, if we really want to dick have. Dick jokes for the thinkers. What is a dick? <laughs> hilarious. How do I know the same boner that you're seeing is the same boner that, that I'm seeing? The boner Superman. <laughs> Think about it. The Uber boner. Here it is. Think about it or don't. I don't care. Did you have any? Uh, did you ever? Did you ever do any live comedy stuff? Um, live comedy like I sketch did in, or improv or anything in in school um I did a lot of sketch or um improv comedy mm -hmm. I enjoyed it <laughs> um, no but seriously I do have, have to skill. say I keep trying like I love doing improv I love it but there's literally like not a class you can take in Los Angeles that's not that they you don't have to like start as a beginner and like mm -hmm. work your way up and I'm like 
I'm not a, like being a jerk here, but like I'm a professional actor. I've been doing it for 15 years, like been paid to act. And I'm like, I think I can skip beginning improv. Jerry O'Connell they- doesn't. Jerry O'Connell <laughs> starts from the first, he goes and takes an improv classes all the time, starts at 101. Well, he's a, well, he's a, yeah, he's I mean, I'm <laughs> anything to get away sure from Sure, he, he has his own set of things he wants to work <laughs> on. I don't want to work on beginning improv. Also, you should have been in Stand By Me. Why don't we just yeah, compare every, right, yeah. every choice to Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Uh, do you, have you ever done Have you ever done ASCAT monologues at UCB? They asked me, but I kind of was like, wasn't sure exactly what it was. You basically just you go up. Um, there's, but I kind of wanted to like not do the part that they were asking me. Oh, you don't want to be the monologist. You want to actually be in the improv. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to tell a story. I want to act. Listen, it's fun though. So, I'm telling you, I, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a blast. Really? I have uh, we we I have a I have a, a live performance space that really? we do like live shows and stuff at. If you ever want to do, I would love and to. And if you ever want to do, if you ever want to put an improv group together, I, you can go I would perform love there. To. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be super fun. Thank you for inviting super me. Of course, of course. Whatever you want to do. Whatever Just you want to do. like my mom in the audience. That'd be <laughs> maybe, cool. Maybe. She's very supportive. You're doing yeah. great, honey. She loves yeah. me. Yeah. Nice yes and work there. <laughs> Good space work. Good space work. That looks like a phone. I, I could have sworn it was a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's something that I, I read about you that I wanted to talk to you about. was Because yeah. um, uh, my, my girlfriend has the same thing, is, is gluten insensitivity. Yes. Which she didn't realize Credit for you. Okay, and yeah. so what I think we're I think we're learning really in just the last few years is that people who thought they just had illnesses their whole life are actually mm-hmm. like it's a much more prevalent. Oh problem. my gosh, it really is. Like I used to get sick all the time. I mean, I used to always have like every like I would have like sinus infections and bronchitis and like everything, and then I stopped eating that, and it really like I mean, but. It was because I had a blood test. A lot of people just yeah. stop eating gluten because they're like, oh, well, I just don't do gluten anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but like it's awesome if you can eat it. Like, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't know. I had a blood test that it said, don't, don't do that, man. Did it? <laughs> it was like gluten weird, question mark. And yeah. then it was like, don't do that. <laughs> it was just a MM, MM dash MM. And there was a drawing uh-uh, of a finger girl. with yeah. the arrows going back and forth. <laughs> Gluten, oh no, you did apostrophe. Oh no, you didn't. Yeah. 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 Did, did, you, did, you, did you feel, instantly, did you feel the results? Instantly, I felt like I was sad. Oh, right. <laughs> like, there's a mourning period when you, like, lose your bread yeah. privileges. <laughs> like, oh, right. Really? You can find, you Baby know. Cakes is my savior. Baby Cakes is great downtown. And also, oh. if you go to places like Portland and Seattle, yeah. like, you, they, it's oh, I do, all and about I do. that. Well, like, Lucifer's yeah. Pizza on Hillhurst has yeah. gluten-free pizza. Right. And I actually, get, I'm not gluten-insensitive. I get the, the rice crust at, at Lucifer's because it's so, Cause it's it's so good? good. I've never yeah. been there. It's really good. It's right on Hillhurst. Um, do they have egg? Because I can't have eggs either, which like because a lot of gluten free baking has eggs in it oh. because the egg, the protein in the egg makes is up because gluten is the protein that binds like everything together. And like you can actually bake without eggs like a lot of times. I don't know if you're into baking science, but I am. <laughs> it is a science. It is a science. Yeah. And um, you can like make um, you can just you can actually like um make stuff with just wheat flour, like just regular flour if you put like um, um, vinegar in Mm -hmm. because you set off the gluten. Yeah. But the reason why a lot of gluten-free 
baking baked stuff tastes weird because it's too crumbly because it's not being held together. It has no protein. Yeah, they're never really anything. moist or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. To, nothing to hold it together, you which is to, the worst word. Do you have to make a lot of your own <laughs> food? Yeah, you can't say that word in front <laughs> right. of me. What did you say? <laughs> hey, moist. Uh, yeah, yeah. So many girls hate the word moist. <laughs> you know, well, stop it's, saying it. I'm just curious. The worst word. Yeah, I, d- I, dated a, I dated a girl in college and she hated that word. What is? Why? And the other thing that made her mad was, uh, <laughs> what is the difference between moistening and moisturizing? And I'm like, well, moisturizing is more of a thorough, a thir- wow, I don't know. Like, I couldn't really, yeah. I couldn't really make a distinction. We will not say that word anymore. That word drove her insane. It's just but that word so, that drove you insane, yeah. why does it drive you insane? It just sounds gross. Okay. You don't have, you don't have like little buzzwords that just sort of like, eh, just feels yeah. like an electric shock running through your body. No. Really? Not that I know of. Find one. Go. Um, Apple. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, so do you make a lot of your own food or do you have to... Yeah, I mean, really, like, I used to be a vegetarian. I'm not anymore. And I, it's much easier to be just, like, eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just eating meat, it's, like, makes thing going to restaurants a lot easier. Because yeah. most places have, like, a meat dish you can get. Right. <laughs> Doesn't include gluten. Right. Right? Steaks. So you're just eating steak all the time. Yeah. No, I don't actually really eat steak, but I eat... You know, some chicken and stuff. Yeah. It's it's really hard. I don't think people realize how much gluten is in it. It's everything. in everything. Literally, literally everything. It's crazy. And whenever... Uh, it's in soy sauce. Yeah. yeah. It's in soy That's sauce. There's wheat and soy. And, and, you know, it's just that thing where it was like Janet will eat something and then like an hour later she'll go... Fuck, there must have been gluten in that. Like she can tell. Yeah. Like she she just you feels start it. blowing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it she feels awful. Yeah. Mm. It it sort of feels like you had Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. but you only ate like a little bit. Like then you're like, uh, I eat something. Is there, do, do we? Is there a is there a larger like philosophical theory about like why so many like because obviously there it's an, there's there's some sort of evolutionary thing. I I I mean I I, I don't want to be like I'm not claiming to be like an expert on it, but they say that it has something to do with like um how it's um it has evolved the it has evolved over. Time. I mean, I think there are people who just don't eat gluten because they think that like all all wheat in our country is genetically modified and mm-hmm. that in Europe it's not. Right. But I actually have like like in my blood like something that's saying that I shouldn't have it. I think, um, you know, actually I'm part Irish and there are a lot. It, if you go to Ireland, there's like gluten free items on every menu because like a lot of people there are gluten intolerant. Oh, that's um, interesting. I think it's just like I I think it might be just a genetic thing. Yeah, yeah it really it really has exploded in the last couple of years yeah. just yeah. in terms of everyone. I think it's like also I'm not I I'm not saying anything about anyone, but um, a lot of actresses <laughs> are like, oh, I'm you know like don't eat gluten because I think it's like people like just restricting them there's right. something like like self-flagellating about right you know being like well now i don't eat this now i don't eat that well yeah and it's and it's almost you know i almost feel like i mean we don't go we don't go out to eat a lot because i almost feel like janet it, it, she almost has to justify it sometimes to to people at restaurants she's like it's hard no i, I can't eat gluten and they're like okay sure and she's yeah, like they, no, yeah no it's like getting food like it's like getting food poisoning to her if she eats it like yeah. like violent illness yeah it 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 definitely can be hard, and you just have to know. I mean, I feel like they're just like the places that you know that are okay to go, but um, but definitely, <laughs> she's not. A, is she a vegetarian or anything? No. Okay, that's good. 
That would, I mean, I that feel like that would. makes it much, much harder. That would wake it, I mean, yeah. Because I you, couldn't only eat, the only thing when I was vegetarian, the only thing I could eat was, um, you know, those like Vietnamese like rice, like paper rolls where they're like, it's just like a piece of like rice paper the right, around yeah, yeah, some yeah. lettuce. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. like dip it into like sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. That was all I ate for like <laughs> three months. I was she, like, I can't do this. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of lettuce wrap stuff. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're just on the go, it just becomes impossible. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's hard to eat even remotely healthy. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, tra- traveling a ton. Yeah. Then you, you go to the, but then if you Does go she to travel the, a lot, not as, not as, not that much. And right. the places she goes are, uh, are you know they're not Whole Foods is the savior of traveling. Yeah, like, Whole, Whole Foods is great. Yeah, I mean, like having been on tour all last year, like I just like ate. You just eat the same stuff every day, which is like yogurt. I would just like eat yogurt for every meal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess <laughs> put it on the rider. Yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. You know how like they publish people's like hospitality writers like yes. fans and they're like, a, what a, a diva. Move. I'm like, but it's so funny because I'm like. They would like really think I was cool if they saw it. mine. Would mine's like Greek yogurt, <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I think Matt asked for like cupcakes or something. Like that's like our writer. Like, worked, there's nothing else on there. I worked with uh, um, at the record store in Be- mm-hmm. uh, Venice. Uh, I worked with Ronnie, the bass player from the band The Muffs, and uh, he would always tell me stories where they would all get together and think about what they can put on their. Uh, on their rider to so they can just have stuff when they come back mm-hmm. and they would put 12 packs of uh of toilet paper and right. just like in stuff they would need <laughs> so basically they're having venues do their yeah. grocery shopping yeah. and so by the time the tour is over they said like you know the merch part of the van would be gone and then it would right. just be replaced with all the stuff they'd come home they'd split it all up and they wouldn't have to go shopping for a while I, a genius. I think that um you know well not i think i know you have to pay for all that stuff so i always think like it's funny when they do that because you're like well that person is you guys realize that that person's paying for like the elephant rental or whatever it is <laughs> they're like crazy things a lot of elephant rentals for. in the three the she and him shows now <laughs> oh yeah Matt, uh, matt's tired of slaughtering deer it's like i want to fucking go bigger like i just want to go as big as possible oh my god i want to kill an elephant by hand what about, on a, what about, about a water buffalo matt Can we go water <laughs> let's buffalo work first? our way up let's work yeah. our way up <laughs> do you when you're when you're writing do you, do you do you sit down to write or do you is it one of those like I have an idea for a song now I'll write or do you force um, yourself to write I have to force myself because um otherwise I get distracted so I have to like sit my, I have to like lock myself in my house for days on end and be like I I think I I I don't know I I, I don't really write ever with other people so I kind of like I kind of like have to be alone and I have to like have the feeling of being alone for like enough time before I start to write. Like I, it's, it's sort of like a strange thing that like, like, like th- that's why I was writing all that music. I was like alone on location, like doing movies where I was like really like lonely, didn't know anyone. And I was like alone in hotel rooms with like a little keyboard, like <laughs> writing songs and like a travel guitar. What would you record onto? <clears throat> well, originally I would record, I had an M-Box, which is like mm-hmm. the portable yeah. Pro Tools. And I had like microphone, and literally like I would travel with a suitcase full of stuff. Like I would have like cables and like microphones. and So you could get flagged as a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can't even tell you. <laughs> like, like if you're traveling with like a slide for a guitar, like no one knows what that is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Just pipe laughs> everyone thinks you're doing something yeah. wrong. Um, 
and um and like a folding guitar and like a keyboard. Oh, I've seen those folding guitars. They yeah. actually sound okay. It, it totally sounds not bad. Like I mean, it gets it the job done. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. the job done. Um, it's its own like style. <laughs> it sounds twangy. Um, but yeah, I would just travel and Glockenspiel. I just like have a bunch of crap in there. Oh, the Glock. Yeah, you gotta have a Love Glock. the Glockenspiel. The Angel Glock. It's like this little folding one that like. You're like yeah, a one-lady band yeah. when you check into a hotel. You set yeah. up a recording studio. That, that's what I used to do, but like now, like computers have built-in microphones, which actually sound better or easier. If you're just trying to make a quick demo, it's like so much easier yeah. to use the internal mic. Garage band. Yeah, than setting up like a mic <laughs> yeah. and then like having to deal with like I my first demos I would blow out like every take like because I'd be like so cool I didn't <laughs> you know it was like they have a really specific style because they're like I didn't know anything about I had like no knowledge of like recording or mm. that like oh it's going into the red it must distorted. mean it's picking up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay it's going into the yeah, red yeah, yeah. yeah everything's like <gasps> <laughs> it's like they do if you're going into a hotel and like you know like like putting up that egg foamy egg crate on the wall yeah. and setting Actually, up a... before that I had a a digital eight track Oh, okay. A Roland digital oh, yeah. eight track. And before that, when I was in high school, my first recording thing was if you had a karaoke machine, but my, this microphone keeps moving, by the way. That's why I'm like, Sorry. Um, <laughs> I had a karaoke machine with two tapes. Mm-hmm. And so you could take that and they would be like an old fashioned, like overdub, you, where you just go, like, like almost probably like, I guess how like Les Paul did it. Like originally, you'd take a tape. And then you'd have it, and then you'd sing a harmony, and then it would go on to the next tape, and then you'd switch the tapes. Yeah. And then you have to do a mix down every once in a while, right? You have to, bump to pull all the tracks. Well, no, you're just no, going back and forth. You literally go back and forth because oh, you only wow. have two tracks. You don't have. It's not like a. Yeah, it's not. There's no mix down. It's just literally like you screw it up, you screw it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no you going know? back and pulling yeah, out there's tracks. No, no, no going back. So yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, it worked. How many songs do you think? I mean, do you feel like do you have enough songs for like? Are there five more albums of songs that have been un, that are unreleased? You know, no, because like there's a reason why some songs. You know, it's like some songs end up on records, and then like you know, some you know are you know you know aren't necessarily worthy of being put out B-sides. into the world. Yeah, like true B sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Z-sides. Z-sides. <laughs> Z-sides. These weren't really the... Yeah. I mean, there, there's some songs. Yeah, there's some songs. But I really feel like the next record's going to be all new songs. And it's going to... You know, it's like that third record thing where you, like, don't have your whole life to write right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do what... <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy. No, but you know how, like, um, they say, like... You have your whole life to write your first record, right? And then there's a second one. They call that the sophomore slump. Well, it's like it's like the <laughs> kids that go to the open mic and they like the stuff they've been working on their whole lives. That's their funniest yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why. That's why. That's <laughs> that's one of the reasons why. I think it's one of the reasons why I think why it's uh, terrible. I know it's if one of the reasons. See your mic situation. What's that? What do you say? Really like, yeah. Sorry. I think it's one of the reasons why Fire the Concords didn't want to do a third season because the they first season, the first season, they did all of their A, a stuff, and then it was like, now you got to go write uh, hit songs again for yeah. the second season, yeah. and it's just gonna go Freddie Mercury on. This. They just thought it was awful. The experience. What? I'll just hold this like Freddie Mercury. 
<laughs> yeah, so let's keep referencing things people can't see with their ears. <laughs> I can imagine what I said, though. Yeah. Could be nice juggling that act. That could be a penis. <laughs> For those of you just tuning in. <laughs> Why would you be wearing those ballet shoes, Matthew? <laughs> well, Christopher. Well, that shirt, that shirt he's wearing, it's just, uh, it's, uh, you just got to see it. Your jacket's on fire. <laughs> Zoe, I was wondering. It's like those old radio shows. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> the Foley artist. Yeah. <laughs> Who brought that horse in here? Rochester, was that you? Mm. Don't look at me. <laughs> is there anything, you know, so acting, music, is there anything else? Is there any other any other media? Is there I any do? other thing you want to try to do you paint? Oh, I started a, I just am starting a website that's like a, I don't, you guys maybe wouldn't be interested, but. What is um, it? It's a comedy website for girls. Um, but yeah. there's a section called Hee Haw <laughs> for boys. Nice. But it's it's called Hello Giggles. And my friend, um, my friend's Molly McAleer, who's like oh, a Moles. blog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's my one of my partners. And then my other friend, Sophia Rossi, who's a producer. We started this website. Sophia so, Rossi. Is she married to a guy named... She's not married. Oh, okay, never mind. Then. But she's... There's also a porn star named Sophia Rossi. It is not the porn star. Okay. It is the producer. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> uh, Just so you know. Yeah. There's also a porn star named Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Actually, I there, wonder why. There was, a, there was a comic named Dick Hardwick. And I'm like, if anything could make my last name worse, it's the name Dick <laughs> as a first name. Poor son of a bitch. Oh, dear. Uh, so what, what's, what's going to be the he focus? He had a choice there. He, he, he really didn't have Richard. to be. He could have been Richard Hardwick. Yeah, he could have been Richard Hardwick. <laughs> Um, what, so what's the, what sort of the, is it, is it, is it sketch or is it blog format or what? It's actually, it's a comedy and lifestyle. So we have like blogging and then we're going to do like more, I mean, we're just starting. So we're going to have like more video content and stuff. It's going to be like literally everything, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. Cause there's like not enough stuff for girls. No, I totally, I mean, personally being a girl, like there's like almost been like a tipping point in the last year as far as like. Like there was like no, there's like there was like no place for girls in comedy. Like if you want to be like in a like in a comedy, like you have to play somebody's best friend or you have to play somebody's girlfriend. Right. Like or the, the bitchy time. wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and um all and and for a long time there weren't that many women writers, like comedy writers, and like all of a sudden there's just been it's like a like a total tipping point like now is a good time it is yeah. a if you're great a woman time. to All the get into it the so many of the comedy pilots that were picked up this season are women yeah whitney's got yeah. picked up both, both of hers, both of hers <laughs> which is crazy and she has a talk show which is crazy yeah she also has a talk show mm-hmm. yeah so she has the one that she wrote with her friend yeah and then, then she's then the one, the one she, she stars in and writes and then yeah. she has a talk show jesus yeah which is a lot for one, that is a lot. That's a lot. She's yeah. like Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Come on, you guys. What are we all doing here? I'm like really a sucker for that kind of. Thing. But she is a workaholic. You got me. Yeah. Whitney is a crazy workaholic. Right. She yeah. is. She absolutely is. You would have to be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's cool. And then you know, with Bridesmaids being such a huge success, such a good and, movie. Yeah. So, so funny. It's awesome. So anyway, um, we're, we started this website, and for all our our friends who are funny <laughs> i'm excited about your website i think it's gonna be great yeah i'll um i'll send you a link to it that would be fantastic wait you don't you're this podcast does not follow me on twitter we don't i do don't. you do yeah but he this podcast, podcast doesn't have its own podcast yeah. no nerdist i'm nerdist you. you don't follow me. i do follow you 
Um, Chris, last time I checked, I <laughs> followed you and you did not follow I'm me. I'm 100% positive I was I'm following you. I'm at the real Zoe D. I know who you are because I, I, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you just uh, hit a I chord was with I the was Mr. Twitter. I was a little mad. I, I thought, I, I, I was like, he's my friend. We were on two talk shows together. Individually, I think we're all following I, I am following Do you. Do you follow are? her? I don't know oh. if I follow Zoe. Oh, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, okay. Look at the following checked, button right there. I checked originally, though. No, it, it took. Well, I followed you first. That's okay. <laughs> all right, baby. Why we gotta fight about Twitter, baby? Come on, it's all everything's groovy. And then, <laughs> no, we can um, we can send each other DMs. I know. I love Twitter. Yeah, it's great. It's so fun. It really has been. It really has been a lot of fun. I mean, as much as. You know, so it's funny. I feel like I feel like oh, everyone's on Twitter, and then you get to the middle of the country, and then you go, "Who here's on Twitter?" And then you just hear this. No, it, I don't think right. it's I made don't one for my cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna say? Got up, had breakfast? No. Think of something interesting to write. It doesn't. You know. <laughs> you hurt my brain. Why you won't hurt my now brain? I am surprised how many people have Twitter accounts who don't have Google. Like they'll be like. When's your show on? And I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners like yeah. that. They're just like, when's the next one going up? I just, like, just count on it. How do you check the website? Yeah. That'd be cool. Because like, <laughs> just think it, think it and through. You could have tweeted something like five minutes ago, and then they'll ask people will ask you again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, if you can't quite get this, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. What were you? Uh, did Did you like nerdy stuff when you were growing up? What what constitutes? I mean, there's so many different types of nerdy. You're stuff. absolutely correct. Were you were you into uh, were you into computers at all? Were you into sci-fi? Were you into uh, video games? Were you into any any of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like, I was, I was, I would call myself like an extremely nerdy child, mm -hmm. but I don't know, like, if I was like fit the box of nerdy, but like. Is there a box of nerdy? Not anymore. Well, well yeah, it's, I was it's like, like there's two sides, different flavors. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> adorable. Oh my gosh, that was good. Thanks, thanks. You should well, do this professionally. There's watermelon and grape. There's watermelon and grape, <laughs> and there's nerd cereal. Definitely watermelon. Definitely <laughs> watermelon's good. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was I like read all the time as a kid, and I did like. Uh, Nintendo. All right. What Nintendo game did you <laughs> Super like? Super Nintendo. I was really into Zelda. <sighs> yeah, you go. Zelda. Did you so get the good. Ocarina app on your iPhone so you could play the Ocarina? No. Yeah, it's really nice. You play it by oh. blowing into the no, speaker really? on, on your yeah. phone. Yeah, just. The the coolest part, though, is that you can. There's a map of the world that you can go and you can listen to other people playing live. Yeah, when they're playing there, it's like, and and it, and it shows up as this green <laughs> beam of like. So weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ocarina, the Ocarina. It's, app. it's crazy because right. you can oh. listen to the way people are playing oh, it cool. in Japan. Yeah. And then you can go into like the Eastern Bloc of Europe, and Amazing. there's it's different, totally different, it's like a diatonic cool. scale like, over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime there are quarter tones, there's going to be some different stuff. <laughs> different things going on. Um. Yeah, I was definitely into the Super Nintendo. That was nice. my thing. Um, but like actually like a little too into it, I feel like. It was it got to be like it put me in a really terrible mood when I would have to like be pried away from Right. You know? Cuz you like get on a on a roll, you're like about to like beat a boss of a level. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of games in have saving. Mom's like dinner. And you're like, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, dinner's not going to beat this boss. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why I'm about th to get a pendant. There's so, so many great. There's so many so many great YouTube videos of kids freaking out when their their game like when, they, when the console shuts off or like. Oh my gosh! 
or that they lose their game or something. Yeah. I was I was totally I was one into of those. computer games too. Um, I really liked. Um, um, there was a game called Transylvania. Uh-huh. Do you know of this yep. game? It's it's along the lines of. Um, it's the ones uh, where you type in a command. You'll be like, "Move rock." Yeah, text-based, like like Zork, like those. Yeah, old, like the beginning exactly. of the movie Big, where he's yes. playing the Ice Wizard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was really into that. I was in. I was. I actually really loved computer games. I really liked computers, but I never like was like programming computers to like like make my own games or anything. No. I don't know how far you want me to like go into this nerd thing. <laughs> I want you to start programming your own games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did learn a little bit, like. When when we were like on the Apple two E's, like, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, um, what was it? What was it? the the turtle name? Uh, oh, what was it called? Where you learned you're like you type all this code and then you just make the turtle like walk across and turn <laughs> left and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I can't believe it. I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> you type like slash 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 like it, it, but it literally like almost was just typing because you'd just be like. Okay, if I wanted to go like forward three inches, I have to like type like <laughs> slash, slash, slash on that. If I want to like turn in a circle, like. <laughs> this shit's like, hard. Yeah, it's just yeah. like boring. I taught my phone. Like, re- remember, like, when you, um, they were, okay, so like, like, like the Nokia phones, like, in 2001. You, you put could, the notes in? Yes. Yes. I, and it was, but it had to be like, yeah, like you, you, but it was a very complex system. Yeah. Like there were a lot of characters you needed to enter for mm-hmm. like each note. And I taught it to play um, some like I I just I taught it to play um, in a sentimental mood. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was like I'm just like I had like the real book like the jazz like fake book. Mm-hmm. I I had that and I was like uh I was like really bored and so I just taught it to play a bunch of like jazz. <laughs> Standards. I tried to. I tried hard to make mine uh, make a Dr. Dre sound, and it just it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, it works better with. But it's like, who wants to hear a phone play like Coltrane? That's how you make it sound as white as possible. Like, yeah. Boop, yeah. Beep, boop, yeah. boop, boop, boop. It's Ornette Coleman. It's real out there. Are you it's a, pretty. Cool. Are you a Percy <laughs> Faith fan? Percy Faith. He's no. a conductor. Uh, oh. like a, like a, oh, it's so gorgeous. Really? Am I, I'm i totally missing out. It's old. It's, it's, it's old, old. I like the Norman Luboff choir. All right. <laughs> if you know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're pretty much at the end of our oh hour. Oh, my gosh. So there's this couple, is really fun. There's a couple things I want to tell you. Number one, yeah, um, we've got to uh, we'll, we'll go get some gluten-free pizzas at, uh, yes, at Lucifer's as long as there's no eggs in it. Okay, cool. Um, and then this is... Uh, I wanted to give you this thing. I, I started getting books. Oh. I don't know if this is even something that you'll that you'll want. For some reason, I'm on a someone's um, sci-fi romance novel <laughs> book list. <laughs> so I have all these crazy like. Do you want like, me to write a review? No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what this book is. Um, but this one just this this one just looked kind of fun. It's called A Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences, and it's it's a weird is, detective wow. steampunk. Romance? Yeah. Oh, Chris keeps on buying the rights to all of these books. <laughs> and the... I don't know what that's all about. Mm, yes. Ooh, the teacup. Right. I like that this this gentleman has his pinky fully. That's how you know uh, he's fancy. Out. That's how you know he's fancy. Well, yeah. But I think of that as a lady thing. <laughs> the t- the yeah, but back out? in those days, men were dandy. That's true. <laughs> yes. Steam, steampunk she, dandies. Yes, we call yeah. them. It's a steampunk because 
they both have goggles, yes. which is like how you know. That's how you know. Steampunk, yeah. Someone, so, someone on Twitter <laughs> once once pointed out that steampunk is what happens when goths discover the color brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Or when they want to get crazy and go sepia. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this has been awesome. I yeah. love that. Thank you so much for coming Thanks. on the podcast. I'll come back again if you want. Me I would to. love to have you come sure. back. And it then, was really fun. Oh, and then the third time, thing uh, we're going to do is we'll have you. We can do a live show. You can do a live improv show. Oh yeah, let's space. do it. Okay, cool. You have to start at the 100 level. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, can't you it's the Jerry O'Connell clause. Sorry. Jerry O'Connell. I like that. That's like the person. I'm like. All right, cool. I guess Jerry, <laughs> I never like thought of Jerry O'Connell as like yeah. the template for like how I should live my life. I, do, you know. I like the YouTube. I always keep a comb in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Deschanel just said sex with Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> She's living like O'Connell. Oh, also Heather Graham. She was like she was taking classes over at UCB as well. Was she really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. it, you didn't hear? You don't look at the, the student roster of that theater. <laughs> It's weird. I follow her everywhere. It's like, how did I miss that one stop she was making every were week? Were they in yeah. sketch or were they in improv? She was in improv. Because you like have to like work your way up, up to, to sketch. sketch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. You have to improv your way into writing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never, you know, as someone like in the... In the 1900s, I took uh, some of the Groundlings classes, <laughs> and so I, I was al- I had already done a bunch of improv. But then, to, when I started taking the classes, yeah. Diff- it's it was so terrible because I never yeah. thought about the rules before. They have a and they have different rules. Like they yeah. all have different rules. Yeah, Second they all have different, different focus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they'll all be like, no, 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 no. This That's is the not way. how you do it. <laughs> you took a class at the Groundlings, and you cannot. I come spent here. six thousand dollars at the Groundlings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then they cut me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Stiles just had an article about the like how he thinks that the short form games are the better improv than the long form stuff. Yeah, and a lot of long form people tell you that short form games aren't real improv. Yeah, exactly. It's, right. You know what? There's no right but way. No, nope. it's all improv, guys. It's all improv. It's all off the top of the dome. It's all funny. It's all off the top of the dome. Or yes, no. and <gasps> enjoy your burrito. Yes, there it is. That's what we um, say at the end of the podcast. It doesn't have to always be funny. That's the thing. No, it could just be a scene. I, I, I really like, I think that like when people try to be funny, it's, it's not so. That's why I stopped doing improv because my stand-up, uh, my stand-up uh, uh, muscle. No, my stand-up muscle was to try to take control of the scene and make jokes. Yeah. Right. And that's always the worst improv when people are trying to make jokes. Like it, right. The, the scenes yeah. have to be organically funny with everyone working as a team. Right, and right, right. It has to be a story. <laughs> that was too yeah. much of a control it's like, freak It's like, showboat. oh, it's really hot today, isn't it? I can't stop farting. No, no, stop. <laughs> because of the heat. <laughs> I have hot farts. Hot farts. <laughs> I have heat stroke induced farts. <laughs> What? Same? Freeze? Freeze? I'll deliver this baby. Not yeah. another pregnancy freeze. No, and, but. Okay. <laughs> Curtain. Zoe Chanel, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. You. you sound excited. No, I'm really excited. <laughs> really that's Jonas the hipster. That's, that's all right. Yeah, he doesn't care about yeah. me yeah, or he anyone. Can't, he can't. Mustache, mustache, mustache. He's been culturally lobotomized. Stuff, but you probably never heard of it. Yeah. 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 Also, at the last Sunset Junction, they had free You'll, lobotomies. Yeah. Came with the fixed gear. It's great. It's great. great. I'm just going to go in like the last scene of Flum Fluke with Cuckoo's Nest and just put a pillow over his face yeah. just to end his suffering. Make sure it's down. Yeah. You got yeah. caught in a hipster bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> he had to ironically gnaw off his hipster own hand. Hey, is that a PBR? Hold on here. Ah! <laughs>
Yeah, I got a hook because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, steampunk. Steampunk. So played out. So played. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting. Meet easily with colleagues, even when traveling or working remotely. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.